Welcome back to the fifth episode of Is This Life podcast. I want to thank you for tuning in with me. And if you are new, I'm the host, Jamelia, and thank you for joining me today or afternoon. Maybe it's nighttime. I don't know, but thank you for tuning in. And hello, hello, hello to my OG listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for the continuous support. Now on to what this episode is about today. So today's episode is obviously, if you read the title, it's procrastination. I know, I know half of the world maybe participates in procrastinating. And I have a confession. I am definitely a part of that group. Welcome to Procrastination Anonymous. My name is Jamelia and um, I procrastinate. Yeah, so procrastination seems like it's a part of life, right? And what does it really mean? I'm not sure. Is there a cure for it or something? You know, maybe we can get to that later. I think that's something all of us say. It's not important right now. I'm pretty sure I can get it done in two days, but I'm going to wait probably, you know, six hours before it's due and then I'm gonna do it yeah if you have definitely said that I think you're a part of the procrastination group and it's okay we can all be friends I'm a part of that group too so how about we just look into all the juicy information that I find about procrastination all right let's get to it So, according to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, procrastination means to put off intentionally or habitually. The second definition is to put off intentionally doing something that should be done. We should probably put emphasis on should because I'm pretty sure I have been like, hey, This needs to be done, but I have a month before it needs to be done. So we can do it next month because it's not important to me, even though it might be. So I decided to Google, go and ask Google, um, is procrastination bad for your health? And Google was like, sis... It's definitely bad for your health because it can stress you out. And then when you're stressed out, guess what happens? Headaches, insomnia, digestive issues. And I was like, okay, Google and other health blogs and websites that I was looking at. I understand procrastination leads to stress and stress can lead to health issues. So... My fellow procrastinators, how are you doing? Have you been checking up on your health lately? I hope so. So, let's get into some more things about procrastination. In the definition, it says to put something off intentionally and it can form into a habit. Now, I think I'm a a selective procrastinator. You know, I procrastinate depending on what's really important and what and what is enough. You know, if I really need it to be done, say 
I have two days before I need to go get my license renewed. I'm going to go get that done immediately because I feel like that's very important. Say I had two months. There's no need for me to hurry up and get it renewed, in my opinion. And sometimes, you know, like we all do, all of my good procrastinators, you know, we all have that very rare moment, very rare moment of channeling our inner Nike and just doing it. But sometimes we don't have that moment and that's why we're procrastinators. So, some very interesting thing that I found out about procrastinating is that there are five different types of procrastinators. I would have never known. So, according to lifehack.org, there are five of them. The perfectionist, the dreamer, the avoider, the crisis maker, and the busy procrastinator. Well, that's a lot. I never knew there were so many different types. I thought we all had, you know, this one big bubble of procrastinators and we all belong to that group. So I'm going to describe each one and we can see which group we all belong to. Don't worry, I'll be honest and let you know what type of procrastinator I really am. But for right now, let's just start from the bottom up. We're going to start with the busy procrastinator. Now, the website does give advice on the different procrastinators, so I'll be giving advice here and there throughout the list as we go. So, the busy procrastinator has trouble prioritizing their tasks because they either have too many of them or they refuse to work on what they see as unworthy or they don't need to put too much effort into it. They don't know how to choose the task that's best for them and simply postpone making any decisions. So, I don't want to step on any toes, but for the busy procrastinator, the advice is to get your priority straight. Important tasks take priority over an urgent task. Urgent doesn't always mean important, so don't waste your time on energy and things that don't matter. That doesn't mean you don't go and look into your urgent tasks. You just need to prioritize important over urgent and get back to that when it's needed. Okay? And now to the crisis maker, you deliberately push back work until the very last minute. You all find deadlines as a crisis and it's exciting and you believe that you put the best work for when you're being rushed. I know, I know you don't want to hear this, but just because you're rushing to finish your work doesn't mean you are putting your best work for you are living under an illusion. You should always leave time to review your work no matter what you are doing. If you're doing a paper or putting together a presentation, you need that extra time to review it so you can correct any errors that were made. We are human. We're going to make some mistakes even in our grammar. Okay? So focus on working in a short time and make it like an intense short time focus burst where you're giving yourself a brief break to recover and start over. It's kind of like doing 30 minutes on, 10 minutes off. Give yourself probably 30 to 40 minutes of doing whatever task you need and then take a little minute and then go back into it. Therefore, you're feeling like you're getting that excited rush of doing something. They say maybe set a timer and, you know, 
you know, you want to beat the clock, so you're rushing through it, you want to get through it, and it's giving you that almost that same excitement that you get when you're getting close to the deadline. So try that out and see if that works for you. Now for my avoider, you all are scared to take on the task and you think you can't manage it. You would rather put off the work than be judged by others or when you end up making a mistake. The advice they are giving is that make realistic calculations. You're kind of like a dreamer and you need to be able to look at your tasks and break them down so you'll be able to accomplish what you need. Now, I'm going to put in a little bit of my own advice like I always do, even on some of the other ones I put in my own advice. So you need to make a list and start from the bottom up because more than likely, you put what you are least dreading at the bottom of the list. So do that one first. Break that least dreading task down into little subtasks to be able to accomplish it. Therefore, when you finish it, you'll feel like you've done so much that you'll want to keep accomplishing some more goals that you set for yourself. Okay. Now, for my dreamers, you are someone who enjoy making the ideal plan more than taking action. You are a highly creative but you find it so hard to actually finish a task. You just don't have that just do it moment like Nike. So you should set miniature goals to help you accomplish your big goals. Therefore, your imagination won't just feel like, you know, a big dream of you accomplishing your task. If you break down your goals to a small task for you to accomplish, it'll work out for you. Take small steps to accomplishing your goals. Kind of like your smart goals, be specific, you know, measurable, attainable, time frame or something like that. I forgot my smart goals. Sorry. So my last one, my beautiful perfectionist. You all pay way too much attention to the minor details. You're kind of afraid to take on the task because you know you're going to get stressed out by trying to get every single detail correct and perfect. There's a chance for you to get stuck in the process even when you have started since you're just too scared to move on because you want to make sure everything is perfect. So the advice, you should be clear about your purpose and you should take it take your task and assign a time limit to it focus on what you need to within that time frame you know my little advice is don't get too stretched out to excuse me don't get too stressed out about your time frame you should be mindful of it but don't let it try and take the best of you so you know you need to go to the store but you know you also need to get this from the store. You need to get that from the store. You don't want to be like, well, what if my shoes don't look right with my outfit? No one's paying attention to your shoes right now. Just go get your groceries and come on back home. And now you're thinking, what about the traffic? Hey, you know, 5 p.m., traffic's going to be crazy. Maybe see if you can leave around 1 o'clock, go to the store for about an hour, and get back before the 5 o'clock traffic. I understand there are so many different minor details that can fit into this one task that you need to do, but you have to try and find ways to 
not overthink it and get into it and get it done, okay? So that was all of the procrastinators. So which group do I fit into? I'm going to be honest, I feel like I fit into all of them. At one point in my life, I'm pretty sure I was every single one of the procrastinators on this list. But right now, I think I sometimes waver between being a dreamer and a crisis maker. I know sometimes I can put the best framework down for a task that I need to complete. At the end, I'll just sit there and think about it like, Oh, this is going to be perfect when I do it. It's going to look like this. It's going to be like that. I have my outline ready. I can do it like this. I'm probably going to make between a B or an A, giving myself high standards. I probably was a perfectionist as well, if I'm going to be honest. I probably was dreamer, perfectionist, crisis maker. I would dream about it. I would think I'm perfecting it. I'm making it perfect. Uh, I can push it back. I perform better under pressure. You know, we all say that. We perform better under pressure. When reality, I wasn't giving my t- giving myself any type of review for my work. I would do everything last minute, thinking it's my best work because I'll get complimented. Or sometimes I receive really good grades on certain things. I was in college. We all was procrastinators sometimes. We all felt that we can perform better under pressure if we can do a 10-page paper in less than two hours. I do not recommend doing a two-page paper in two hours, if I'm going to be honest. (laughs) But I just want to thank you all for listening. That was all I had about procrastinating. Did you see a group that you fit into? Did you fit into more than one group? Do you have any advice on how to work with procrastination? If so, how about you come on over to my Instagram page, is this podcast, and we can discuss some more about procrastinating. And again, I just want to thank you so much for listening to me. And don't forget to also go and support Nigeria underscore posts. They are a blog post on Instagram, and they will show you the side of Nigeria and other cities in Africa that the world usually doesn't show you know social media can sometimes be here and there i'm just glad that we do have some people that are taking their time out to show you what it's really like in another country or in a certain area in a city or certain things like that i think that's a really great thing so my next episode will be on the rules of communication i know everything has rules these days so we're going to learn about communication in my next episode So, again, thank you. See you on my next episode. Stay safe and stay healthy out there, you guys. We're still in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic and things like that. So stay safe and Black Lives Matter. Thank you. Bye.